I mean. <laughs> Good morning, Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. It's 10.15. I go live at the office at 11. So I said this is going to be a busy week, you know, just because it's abbreviated. Wednesday, so today I got a little filler day, about 10 people, and then tomorrow I'll be seeing Lord knows how many, just to accommodate and get everybody in before the new year, and then we'll be off in 2021, just like that, just like the snap of the finger, listen, so it's early, so forgive me, I'm going to run this podcast start to finish in about 15 minutes just because I'm trying to be consistent here I'm trying to offer something pos- something positive some sort of useful stuff last night on the uh, Santa Never Saved Christmas podcast reflecting upon, you know, the, the title of that, because I jotted that in real quick, because I, towards the end of it, I had spoken about, uh, you know, the notion that people have these expectations about Christmas, and, and, uh, Santa wasn't going to save the day, how about that, that's what it was, the, the title, so my meaning is, if it's not obvious after listening to the podcast, People had an expectation that, oh, it's just the next thing. Oh, it's Christmas will have to save the day. Christmas is going to be different. We're going to have a magical Christmas during uh, the COVID 2020 season. And uh, everything is going to be perfect, you know. I'll tell you, I'll be honest, for me, it was kind of perfect. And I said that that was because I, for years, I was never a huge fan of just all the moving parts and schedules and excitement, you know, like I, sometimes we overdo things, right, we're looking so much forward that two things that we overdo it, and at the end, we're like, oh my god, it's exhausting, I don't like to be exhausted, because my energy is very precious to me, it's important to my life and my work, just like it is to everyone else, so I'm happy with a lower key Christmas, but a lot of folks thought that, um, you know, I think they had the unreasonable expectation that, that, Santa was going to save the day. Christmas is going to salvage a fucked up year, and uh, things would be different for and I, for that period. I think for a lot of people, that if you had that expectation, you probably were very disappointed. You know, you're probably one of the folks when queried, "How was your Christmas?" You might have said something to the effect of, "Eh, it was different. It was low key. It was not the same." typical response, you know, Um, so I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about yesterday, and and, and just my awareness of, in trying to help people, and and help myself, and help my family, about a lot of the reasons why we do the things we do, and why our behaviors, and our emotions, and just, just crazy stuff going on, you know, I... I try to, I was talking to a friend yesterday, and I say that, you know, I try to, throughout the day, 
I'll think of people who I haven't seen in a while in the office, let's say. People who I care a great deal about. You know, another doctor, in particular another chiropractor, might be looking like, cool. where's that person? I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, you know, let's get them on the schedule. I know they need to care, and, and I need to work. And it's, it's never like that with me. Um, once upon a time, that might have been an ulterior motive, like just check on my people and where that where's that person at. But from spot checking, uh, spot checking from way back, on friends, on Marine, uh, people, my peers in the Marine Corps, that's something we did. Do some spot checks. How's this person doing? You know, I haven't talked to Chara in a while. I haven't talked to Stone in a while. I haven't talked to uh, Dilbeck in a while. These are all good friends of mine. You know, people who I love and I share time with, and I want to know that they're good just for the right reasons, you know? <clears throat> I'll tell you, I'm not a big go-with-your-gut type guy, but I, I can feel, I do, I guess maybe it's because of just the work that I do, caring for people, but I can feel like a disturbance in the force sometimes. Like, where's this person? I wonder if, if he or she is okay. So I try to give a little shout-out and uh, have some people in mind. And I will reach out to them and just say, hey, you know, something encouraging, something funny, thinking of you, love you guys. And I did that, close the business last night. And I got some good responses. I got one unfavorable response, and it is that uh, a good friend of mine, a guy in his 40s, late 40s, something like that, I found that he's been dealing with a health concern. So in and out of the hospital and all this stuff. A very serious health concern. And he's very... Uh, got a very low immune you know, immunity right now. And so he can't do anything. <clears throat> he's in the hospital for infusions and all this shit. I just think about all that meddling. All that necessary meddling in our... You know, in our bodies and in our lives, where you got, oh, I got this appointment. You think about how busy you are right now. Well, wait till somebody tells you you got to be at the uh, infusion center in Philly uh, next week. And then you got another appointment to follow up. It's like, this is stuff, no offense, this is stuff like that old people do when they're retired and they're looking for things to fill the space and they need the care more. And so they have go from doctor to doctor. I had a guy tell me a while back, I got more doctors than friends these days. <laughs> That's fucking terrible, but it's true in a lot of cases. So, sorry to hear that from a friend, but I, <clears throat> there's a lot of things that are going on during this time period that, that are under the category of trauma. Like, uh, uh, listen to this podcast with Tim Ferriss and Gabor Mate, Mate, whatever the fuck. French-Canadian guy, I believe, MD, addiction specialist. So he's got a lot of wisdom about uh, the mind and psychology of uh, addiction and psychology of trauma. And so dealing with a lot of with people, all of us, you know that it could, people have trauma in their lives. Almost to the point when I'm listening to the podcast, I'm saying, geez, oh, that person might have trauma in their life because of their upbringing. 
there were some issues in their upbringing. Maybe their parents worked too much, and and maybe they, um, you know, their their mother was stressed. Everybody's fucking parents work too much and are stressed. Everybody had, or a lot of us had, less than ideal relationships. Um, in our early years, you know what I mean? Because our parents were dealing with shit of their own, and they're trying to protect us from it, and most of the time they do a good job, but it's interesting, because the world is not a, um, it's not a calm place, like the world is traumatic itself, yes, yes, in a lot of ways, the world is traumatic, life is traumatic. So, do we all have PTSD to some degree? I think it's possible that we do, because we all have our emotions that are are um, oftentimes misplaced, and they uh, we behave certain ways because of these traumas, micro or macro traumas, whatever, small or large. I mean, and I'm just thinking about that. And so, there's this, there's this. Uh, <clears throat> Gabor in the podcast, he cites a uh, quote from this Maharashi or something like that, some Indian dude, and he says this, wanting to reform the world without discovering one's true self is like trying to cover the world with leather to avoid the pain of walking on stones and thorns. It's much simpler to wear shoes. And so if you dissect that, it's interesting, you know? Like, you're not going to... The point is, you can't cover the world with leather. You can't pad... um, can't nerf the world where nothing hurts you. Nothing can hurt you. Nothing has sharp edges. Nothing is traumatic. You can't. So you need to become resilient, and you need to be... Uh, thoughtful and considerate about yourself. You need to understand yourself. Like, we have our mind. We have our powers of discernment. We can go introspective and say, well, this is, this is what's going on here. And just be inquisitive. Well, maybe this is why I did that. Maybe this is why I behave the way I do sometimes. Maybe this is why I'm angry about this this situation, or I was upset when somebody, you know, behaved this way toward me, and I think feel like they're the villain, or um, I'm upset. Sometimes when we we're, we experience trauma, we we're upset at everybody. You know, we shine that traumatic, injured, maimed uh, uh, emotion. And all that stuff that necessarily doesn't necessarily have to do with the people that we encounter every day, or you know, the world itself. You ever get so pissed off and be so frustrated about something that's going on in your life that you apply it to everything? You shine that that light, that frustration, that emotion on the rest of the world. So you're pissed at the gas pump, and you're frustrated in your relationships, and you. At work, you're having problems with coworkers and so on and so forth. And 
if we really are honest, that, that there's a lot of times when, like, you see, we see the world, our worldview, as I mentioned last night, our worldview dictates the things that are going to happen to us. Because if, you, if we see the world as a miserable, unfortunate place, essentially hell on earth, well, then that's the sort of shit life that we're going to have. You know? That's what life is going to be like for us. It's going to be unfortunate and miserable. I'm not saying we freaking, you know, grin and bear it and suck it up and always have a smile on our face, but I just think it's interesting, this topic of trauma. And just how ubiquitous it is. So I was listening to this podcast, I'm thinking, fuck, man, do I, was I tra- traumatized? And I think about some of the occurrences in our lives. Some of the things that, uh, that I've lived through and the good and the bad, and especially relative to my friend that I, that I lost, like think about our behaviors and I'm searching myself, like what was like life like growing up? What was my friend lacking that left him such a, a troubled human being that would not, could not listen to reason and become sober and, and take his life back? Because for 15 years or more, he struggled and he wrecked a lot of other people's lives along the way. I would never want to be that person, you know, to, to be so troubled and traumatized and unable to deal with these things that I would want that to spill over into other people's lives, which in a way is unavoidable, right? We do that all the time, in small doses at least. And so, <clears throat> anyway, it's interesting. I would recommend, I, I just, so I just reached out to a friend the other day, I ran into in Lowe's, talking to the guy, catching up a little bit, great fellow. And I noticed that he, I said, how you doing? And the guy kind of gave me a no answer, like a, eh, I'm okay. Enough for me to say, all right, I'm not going to let that slide, you know, how, how you doing? Like, I knew he had been going through some things over the past year, few years, but, uh, you know, I don't like to hear, you give me an opportunity, I'm going to try to listen, you know? I also have to say that beyond trauma... Beyond any any real trauma, oh, you know what? I'm gonna park on the other side of the lot. Beyond any any other kinds of trauma that we have, overt trauma, we'll call it. Sorry, I'm discombobulated as I'm parking in my lot here. <clears throat> we also have just the circumstances in which we were raised. And the people that raised us and all those um, expectations that are positive and negative in consideration. So I'll give you an example. Let's say that the people who raised me were so good 
their parenting was so freaking good that I expect everyone else in this world, my spouse, my children, my my co-workers, people in my life, I expect them to maintain that standard too. How traumatic it could be when we, um, we encounter people who are fucked up and they're not that way. And that, what, I need to train them now or I need to interact with these people? Uh, life was kind of like that when I got out of the Marine Corps because you have all this order, you have all this... Um, let me get this fart out. There we go. Yeah, well, it's order and um, this discipline and all these values that we we drive home that are so important to us, our core values. And uh, when you leave the Marine Corps in specific and the military in general, It's kind of a shock. It's a culture shock because you walk into the civilian sector and people don't act like that. You know, they don't have the integrity, they don't have the honor, they don't have the fitness, they don't have the dedication to mission. Things are a lot more like, eh, do whatever the fuck I want today, I guess. You know? And so, um, that's interesting. How, um, you know, we have these expectations based upon our early powerful experiences, and we, we expect everyone else to, to fall right in line with that, and that's not life, unfortunately. We want to maintain all that good stuff and those standards of parenting and service and all that, but the people that we are around, they not, might not be that way. So it's just some, some thoughts about trauma. Talk to you butt licks later.